Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. Our headquarters are in Fort Lauderdale. What's that? Our church, our TV studio, our prayer rooms, our house of prayer, our prophecy rooms, our special events, the regional center, Global Prophetic Center. It's all here in South Florida. Come on by if you're in the region and visit. We're in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Our service times on Sunday are 10.47 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. Two different messages Two different encounters, two different worship services, two different worship teams. Come on, it's all new for you every Sunday. Come on over to Awakening House of Prayer or watch online. First service only, ahop.online, ahop.online, first service only. If you want to catch our archives, if you want to be part of our official Web Church membership, you can opt for that at ahop.online. Just opt for the Web Church membership. That way you can tap into all of our archives and get that additional prayer support. God is good. Awakening Prayer Hubs is on the rise. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join that movement. We're on the rise. We're adding new nations every week, new hubs every day. I'm looking to raise up a thousand intercessory prayer leaders. Maybe you are one of them. We had a two-hour meeting on Saturday with our prayer hub leaders from around the world, and uh, it was really fruitful very fruitful. We're multiplying because God's got a multiplication. If you're one of those leaders or wannabe, go check out awakeningprayerhubs.com. I'm the founder of the Ignite Network. That's a prophetic family, a prophetic nest, a prophetic hub online where we're learning and growing together, getting feedback, dream interpretation, prayer support. Ignite also includes the company of seers, the company of seers, ignitenow.org. That's different from our School of the Seers, different experience. You can check out the School of the Seers at schoolofthespirit.tv. Now I want to get into today's broadcast and today's prayer. Today's devotion is from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion, listen, 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 is titled, Learn to Say No. Uh-oh. Learn to to say no. 
And here's what I heard the Lord say. You are the only one in your life who can make the decision to say, no, I will not think on these things. The enemy is speaking to my mind. Philippians four tells you plainly to think on things that are good and pure and lovely and of a good report and honorable. When you choose to make that shift in your mind, says the spirit of grace, you will see that there is a shift in your heart. You will notice there's a shift in your life and then you will see a shift in your family and then you will see a shift in your finances, but it all starts in your own mind and in your own mouth, says the spirit of the living God. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Today's uh, scripture references are Matthew 5, 37, Colossians 3, 23, and Proverbs 3, verse 5. And the prayer starter and the decree, Father, you know how to say no. Will you teach me? Will you give me the courage? Will you help me overcome the fear of man? Will you help me to wait upon you? I decree destruction upon my my enemy of my destiny that it comes to against to that comes that it comes against him unawares i declare no man on earth or devil in hell can manipulate god's will for my life in jesus name amen and amen father we give you praise and honor and glory this morning because you are the god of the yes and amen but you're also the god of the no and not yet we thank you, Lord, that your timing is perfect. We praise you because our times are in your hands. Our promotion is in your hands. We are in your hands and we love you. We thank you. We praise you because of that, because you know what's right for us. Every moment of the day, every season of our life, you know what is right for us. You know when to say yes. You know when to say no. You know when to say not yet. We praise you. We thank you because you have said no to the enemy's plans for us to steal, kill, and destroy from us. You have said no, an emphatic no. You have said no, not today. You have said no, that is your will, that the enemy cannot come in and deplete our resources, that the enemy cannot come in and bring sickness to our bodies, that the enemy cannot come in and bring strife into our relationships. That is not your will, and you've said no. Now teach us, God, how to say no. Teach us, God, how to say no to the enemy, how to say no to people around us who want to suck the life out of us. Teach us to say no. Teach us to say, teach us to form that simple little word with our anointed little mouth. Teach us God. Give us the confidence and the strength just to say no, to say no to the drama, <laughs> to say no to the manipulative people, to say no to the enemy's vain imaginations, to say no. Teach us today, God, to say no. Come on. Somebody needs to try it right now. No. <laughs> no. Nunca. No. Never. No. No. We're not going to bow to demon powers. We're not going to bow to Jezebelic people. We're not going to bow to people-pleasing agendas. We're not going to bow. 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 We're not going to bow to anything or anyone but you, the Lord Jesus Christ, the one to whom every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that you are Lord.
And so we say yes to you, God. We say yes to your will. We say yes to your way. We say yes to your plans. We say yes to your purpose. We say yes to your correction. We say yes to your promotion. We say yes to your discipline. We say yes, 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 yes. It's always yes with you, God. It's always a yes. It's always a yes. Our word, our answer, our posture to you is always a yes. Help us, Lord, never to say no to you, (laughs) never to say no to you, never, never let those words, let that one word never, never, never cross our lips. When you say go, we will not say no. When you say bless, we will not say no, we will not curse. When you say give, we will not say no, we will not withhold our hand. When you say plow, we will not say no. We will keep our hands at the plow and keep on pressing because we know that your grace is sufficient. Help us, Lord, not to say no to your will. Not to say no when you say go, but put a yes in our heart. Put a yes in our heart so that the yes can come out of our mouth because out of the abundance of our hearts, our mouths speak. So put your desires in our heart, O God. Put your desires in our heart. Put your desire for our life in our hearts so that it permeates into our souls and that it comes out of our mouth. Yes, 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 God. I will go. Where you go, I will go. Where you send me, I will go. Where you go, I will follow. I will pick up my cross and follow you. My answer is yes. Come on, my answer is yes. Help us to stop saying yes to everything that we should not be saying yes to. Help us to learn how to say no. Help us to stop saying yes to fruitless activities. Help us to stop saying yes to the false prophets. Help us to stop saying yes to the wrong agendas. Help us to stop saying yes when we should say no. Because our yes to the wrong thing, it gets in the way of our yes to the right thing. We say yes to so many things and then we're strapped for time. We say yes to so many things and then we're stressed out because we're overwhelmed. We say yes to so many things and there's no grace because you didn't say yes, but we said yes, but you didn't say yes and your grace isn't on something you didn't say yes to. So help us, Lord, to discern. Help us, Lord, to discern because your will deserves a yes. And not a double-minded yes. Help us, Lord, to stop being (laughs) double-minded. To stop saying yes, but then not doing what we said we would do for you. God forbid that we should keep giving you lip service, God. Forgive us for giving you lip service, God. Forgive us for saying yes and then not doing it. For being like the son who said yes, sir, but went another way. Help us, Lord, to help us, Lord, to let our yes be yes and our no be no for real. That our yes would be yes. When we say it, we mean it, we'll do it. That we would keep the words of our mouth. We would follow through on our obligations to you, God. The thing you've called us to. We've got to complete the task. We've got to put our hand to the plow, not just for a season, but for a lifetime. We say yes. We sign up again. We sign up again. We say, yes, 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 God. Here we are. Send us. We say, yes. So help us discern the things that get in the way of our yes to you. The little foxes that spoil the vine. The momentary lapses in judgment that cause us to say yes when we should say no. 
or to say no when we should say yes. We got to get it right, God. We got to get it right. Would you help us get it right? Would you help us get it right? Would you help us get it right? Please help us get it right. God, help us get it right. We need to get this right. We don't want to be people pleasers, man pleasers. We want to be God pleasers. We don't want to spend all our time doing so many other things that there's no more time for you because our yes should never have been yes. Jesus, thank you, Lord. Infuse us with your wisdom today. Infuse us with your wisdom today, O oh God. Help us to see, to know. And help us that when we don't see and when we don't know, to wait until we do see and we do know. Just to wait, to wait upon you, to acknowledge you in all of our ways, and you will direct our steps. You will make your will known to us. You'll make it plain. Help us, Lord, to stop making rash decisions, rash judgments, rash yeses, and rash noes. Hasty in the spirit. Hasty in the spirit. Hasty. Just wait upon you. If someone can't wait for us to pray, then the answer is no. Help us stick to our guns. If they can't wait for us to ask you and for you to tell us, the answer is no. We thank you, Lord. And we're going to learn to say no. We're learning to say no. School us today. Instruct us today in how to say no so that we can say yes to the right things. Not saying no to everything, just saying no to the wrong things. Even saying no to some good things so that we can say yes to the great things, to the God things. So teach us how to say no to the enemy. Come on, let's shift this. Teach us how to say no to the enemy's vain imaginations. Teach us how to say no to the enemy's subtle suggestions. Teach us how to say no to the enemy who tries to tempt us into sin. Teach us how to say no to the enemy that wants to get in our mouth and criticize another person, a believer, an unbeliever, a church, a pastor. Help us, Lord, to say no to the temptation to lie. Help us to say no to the temptation to, to, to cuss and stop and be angry and sin. Help us to say no, just to put our foot down and say no to the gossip. When someone calls us and wants to fill our ear, say no. Help us to 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 learn to say no. In some cases, never. Come on. That's a whole nother upgrade. It's one thing to say no. It's another thing to say never. And sometimes there's some things that you need to say never to. Sin is a never. Bowing to Jezebel is a never. 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 Not under any condition. Come on. Some of you need to get a little firmer with the wicked one. Some of you need to take it beyond a no and say, not in any way, not in any way, devil, will you move me off the promise of God? Not in any way, no way, because Jesus is the way to my promise. And I will not allow you to talk me out of my promise. I will not allow you to drive me into a wilderness place when God is trying to bring me into a promised land. I will not allow you, not under any condition, not under any circumstances. No, no, Mr. Devil. You can hold your breath until your face turns from red to blue, but I am not going to be moved from the promise of God over my life. Not in any way, 
Not ever. Come on. Some of you need to take this beyond a no to a nevermore. Forget about it. Not going to happen. You may as well go mess with somebody else, devil, because my answer is no, and I am not double-minded, and I am not going to change my heart on this, nor will I change my confession. I am standing on the promise of the Almighty God. At no time will you move me off of this stance. Not in your life. Not on any condition. No way. At no time. Not happening. Not happening. Not happening. So, Father, help us to discern the voice of the enemy that's trying to move us off of your promises. Trying to get us to back away, to nix your plans for our lives. I forbid the enemy from speaking into your life today. We repudiate him in Jesus' name. We veto the plans of the evil one. Come on. I just saw the, a picture of a big veto stamp. Pow! Some of you need to veto. He's trying to katerebosha. He's trying to veto your promises. He doesn't have the power unless you give it to him with your mouth. You know how the enemy can veto your promise? When you give him your permission with your mouth. A veto is a, a, a refusal of permission. Don't let the enemy veto your promise. Father, we give you praise and honor and glory that you teach us how to say no. We are not yes men for the devil. We are not going to allow him to talk us out of our blessings. We stand on your word because all of your promises are yes and amen. And you are so good that you're watching over your word to perform it in our lives. You're watching over our word. Help us to get into agreement with you and your word. Over 7,000 promises. Help us, Lord, to get into your heart and get out of our head and get the devil out of our head and get the Nancy negative Nancys and the Debbie Downers out of our head to believe you, to believe you because you are true. Let God be true and every man a liar. We know the devil's a liar. Not ever, never more. Forget it. No way, not at all, not the least, not in any way, not in your life, not on any condition will we bow again to the enemy's lies. The promise killers, the promise stealers. But we give you glory because you've given us a heads up. And you are always truthful, without exception, forevermore. The eternal God who watches over his word to perform it, his yes and amen promises. We thank you. We give you praise today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, isn't God good? I want to pray through four blessings with you today. I want to pray through four blessings with you today. We've got one more, one more segment here. I'm spending a little more time on this second segment today, so I want you to share this right now about how the Spirit of God overshadowed Mary. Wow. The Spirit of God overshadowed Mary. My goodness. The Spirit of God overshadowed Mary. Think about that. Just let that sink in. The Spirit of God overshadowed. I started thinking about what happens when God overshadows us. Come on, you've been in shadows before where maybe there's a dark cloud that comes just before the rain, the cloud moves in this dark shadow. 
comes upon you. It's rather ominous. It's like kind of creepy, actually. But when God overshadows you, there's blessings in the shadow. I said, when God overshadows you, there's blessings in the shadow. And James 1 verse 7 says, listen, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Coming down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Other translations say no shifting shadow. When God overshadows you, you can look for one or more of four blessings. And there's many more. Here are four that I found completely in scripture that I want to share with you, but I want to pray first that God will overshadow us. Guess what? You have to let him. You have to come in agreement sometimes. You have to have faith for it sometimes. With Mary, she had to tell the angel, be it unto me, as you have said, Gabriel, I submit to the will of the Lord. And then she was overshadowed. David cried out, understanding that if he could enter into the shadow, something would happen. The disciples were standing by in a secret place with Jesus when suddenly they found themselves overshadowed because of proximity to Christ. The other nine disciples weren't in the shadow. It was just the three. So sometimes we have to do something to position ourselves for the overshadowing. You understand? So we're going to ask God today to overshadow us by faith that I'm going to share with you these blessings. And we're going to pray that God brings these blessings into our life as we press in with faith, with proximity. Surrender to his will. Do you understand? So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you are the Father of lights. We exalt you, God, as the Father of lights. There is no darkness in you. You are not just the Father of lights. You are the light of the world. You are the way, the truth, and the life. But you are the light that shines from within us. You are that light. Yours is not a kingdom of darkness, but yours is a kingdom of light. And you pour out from your kingdom of light blessings. And there are times that we know that your blessings are so overpowering that they overshadow us. It's not just a trickle. It's an overshadowing. We're completely immersed in the blessing. That's where we want to live, God. We want to live completely immersed in your blessing. We want to live overshadowed by your blessing. We want to live consumed by your blessing. Help us, Lord, to position ourselves where your shadow is being cast. Help us, Lord, to get close enough to you to where your shadow is cast over us, not just upon us, but all around us. Overcloud us, God. Help us to walk in the haze of your glory, the haze of your blessing. Help us, Lord, to do our part. Moses said, please show me your glory. Please show me your glory. The Bible doesn't say so, but I know that he was overshadowed in glory because you can't get that close to God and not be in his shadow. And there was a time in Matthew and some of the other gospels record the same incident where Jesus took Peter, John, and James up to a mountain to pray. They call it the Mount of Transfiguration. And they fell asleep, which was seems to be their habit. But this glory cloud came and woke them up. And they saw Jesus talking with Moses and Elijah. And Jesus 
took notice. Finally, Peter's like, can we build a tent for you here? And Peter didn't know what to say. But Matthew 7, 5, 17, 5, listen, says this. But even as he spoke, who is he? Jesus Christ. A bright cloud overshadowed them. <laughs> a bright cloud, not a dark cloud. A bright cloud, a cloud of glory. Ah, overshadowed them. And a voice from the cloud said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Listen to him. They were in the middle of a glory cloud. Did you know that anything can happen in the glory? Do you understand the glory is the presence of God? It's the manifest presence of God. People are healed in the glory. People are delivered in the glory. Anything can happen in the glory and the bright cloud of God's glory overshadowed these three disciples. Why? Because they were in proximity to God. The other nine, they were off somewhere trying to cast out a devil out of a boy and they couldn't cast out the devil. They didn't have enough faith to cast out the devil. But meanwhile, Peter, James, and John, they were in proximity. Listen, they had an invitation. The three had a special invitation. And they RSVP to the invitation. And even though they fell asleep, the glory was so bright that it woke them up and overshadowed them. And they heard the voice of God with an apostolic instruction that they would never, ever forget. It was an encounter that they would never, ever forget. They were overshadowed by glory. Then you look here in Luke 1.35. And this is the conclusion of Mary's encounter with Gabriel. He said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you so the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the Son of God. And she said, yes. She said, yes. She said, as it is God's will, let it be done unto me. Everything you've said, I say, yes, I agree with God. And this agreement with God's will, this surrender to God's will called the power that caused the power of the Most High to overshadow her. And she conceived. What will you conceive when you say yes what will you conceive when you surrender? What will you conceive when you say, let it be done to me according to thy will? What will you conceive? Because when you say yes, when you surrender, the power of the most high will overshadow you and you may conceive something that eye has not seen nor ear heard. Paul experienced the, uh, the, the, the overwhelming overshadowing of God to do the work of the ministry. It's called grace. What do you need grace for? It was grace for the warfare. It was grace for the persecution. It was grace to stand and withstand. We see in 2 Corinthians 12, here is Paul asking God, crying out three times to take away the thorn in his side. The Bible says this thorn was a messenger of Satan that came to buffet Paul. Here he was laying his life down for the gospel. And he had a messenger of Satan that just continually buffeted him. He called it a thorn in his side. And a thorn, beloved, is representative of a curse. I'm not saying Paul had a curse. But when people speak of thorns in the Bible, it's not a good thing. Thorns and thistles symbolize curses. Now, Paul wasn't under a curse. But I believe there's this enemy that was just constantly cursing him. Just constantly trying to tear him down. And it was getting to him. It was getting to him. But he learned a lesson that if he stayed in the will of God, even in the hard times, even when he felt too weak, if he stayed in the will of God, if he pressed into the presence of God, that his power would overshadow him. Listen, 
2 Corinthians 12, 9. Paul said that God told him this. My grace is sufficient for you. For power matures in weakness. And Paul said, most gladly, therefore, most gladly, <laughs> most gladly, most gladly, most gladly, most gladly, therefore, will I boast of my infirmities rather than complain of them. Listen, in order that Christ's power may overshadow me. You want Christ's power to overshadow you? You want the all-sufficient grace for the warfare, for the daily life? Don't complain. Don't complain. Rejoice. Enter the presence of God, and he will overshadow you. Then there's David. There's David who understood God as protector. And David cried out in Psalm 57, 1, Be merciful to me, O God. Be merciful to me, for in you my soul takes refuge. Listen. David said, In the shadow of your wings I will take refuge till the storms of destruction pass by. Because he understood. He understood that in the shadow of God's wings, there was protection, there was preservation, and there was deliverance. So, Father, today, help us, Lord, to grab hold of the reality that you want to overshadow us, that you are the Father of lights, and the only shadow that we want to walk in is your shadow. We don't want to walk in the shadow of death, even though we know you're going to be with us. We would prefer to walk in your shadow, God. We would prefer to not, to see the bright cloud overshadow us and a voice giving us instruction. We would prefer to see the most high overshadow us and conceive something that eye has not seen nor ear heard. We would prefer to see Christ's power overshadow us instead of complaining about our circumstances or the thorns that are in our side. We would prefer to see the protection and the refuge that we can find in the shadow of your wings when we enter into the secret place. God, would you help us to shift our perspective and stop walking in the enemy's shadow and start walking in your shadow so that our shadow can heal people like Peter's shadow healed people because he was walking in your shadow. His shadow had healing power. Because he was walking in your shadow, his shadow had healing power. You are the father of lights. And in your shadow, in your presence, is everything we could ever hope for or dream of. Everything we could ever need or want or desire. It's in your presence. So help us, Lord, today. To stand in your shadow. No one else's shadow. But your shadow. We thank you and we praise you. Because you're doing it. You're good. You're a perfect God. And your shadow is awesome. So we thank you today. For your shadow and your overshadow and these blessings that will come in our life when we choose to stand in your shadow. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, isn't God good? Whose shadow are you standing in? I did a message some years ago when I was walking through a dark place and the Lord showed me. Whose shadow are you standing in? Amen. God is good. God is good. If you want to sow into the ministry today, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can use the text to give, 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. You can use the PayPal, paypal.me. If this broadcast is helping you, help us to bring it to more people by sowing so we can share. We're going, we're going after souls. 
can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Amen. Let God overshadow you. All right, guys, bless you. I'll see you later. Have a great day. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.